0: Be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny
1: Freaking Wrestling, and that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. All right, Travis, a rumbling reality is here again.
0: Once more, once again, every time we
1: all in. And I would like to start off this podcast with a giant, giant rumor. Are you ready for it? Go ahead and hit us with it. So, um, here's the intro, bam. Bam. Yeah, really. (laughs) I had to find the longest one I could.
0: Yeah, well, that was was definitely like Michael Cole there. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, Alberto De Rio is rumored to be coming back, maybe. Isn't that crazy?
0: I know that makes you happy.
1: After all, I mean, the funny part is why I love it. I mean, I I like him, but I'm saying it's just funny because it creates so much people hating on him. I mean, I guess everybody's hated him for so long. I didn't realize because I posted on Twitter about how I was excited for him to come. And I had like maybe one or two people out of like 20 or 30 on my side. I was like, man, he really is not liked.
0: Yeah, aside from being in good shape, I mean, I don't really see the asset of bringing him back. I mean, he doesn't. I'm sorry. I I get it. It's all about business at the end of the day. But I mean, first off, the guy wasn't really necessarily that big of a star. Um, not a lot he of people. His, he was on his way. Well, I don't know if you could say he was on his way because th- they tried they tried to push him as being this awesome uh, Mexican aristocratic heel, and they did they did okay at the beginning with it. But I mean, I wasn't really ever impressed with his promo work. Um, not to say that he can't cut a good promo, it's just I wasn't really impressed with that. Um, and I really didn't care much for the character. Like he there was nothing really about him that made me be like, Ooh, I gotta watch his segment. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the only time that I ever really cared about Alberto Del Rio is when he lost the world title from the money in the bank cash in the Ziggler. That's it. Beyond that I, I haven't just always really thought cared he was a great heel.
1: Him. Like you really do people do wanna see him lose and people do want to see him not win. And that usually, to me, is what makes a good heel. And we just don't have many of those heels where you just do not want to see him win because they're actually a real bad guy. Kevin Owens sure. is a bad guy, but I still want to see him win.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I get your point there, and, and that's that's true. I mean, you're generating some kind of heat bringing him back. I mean, I'm surprised that they're even bringing him the, the prospect of bringing him back. Isn't that crazy? You know
1: what all started, right?
0: Probably I I don't know what all okay. started. So, so what all started, making,
1: started is he ha, he's uh, not
0: making money with Impact that much. They're trying to keep him around with a lucrative contract, but I don't know if they can even meet his price demand.
1: Well, so I meant the rumors as how has really got started, and there is some pretty strong rumors and pretty strong evidence. So we have Alberto Del Rio, who's been talking crap on Triple H and WWE for a long time now, but mm-hmm. he is supposedly said his sorries, and he supposedly blamed his craziness the last couple years all on page, which is kind of a crappy thing to do is blame it on somebody else and just take responsibility for it. But the crazy part is, I guess, uh, WBE is filming a Rey Mysterio documentary, and they yep. invited him uh, to WBE headquarters for the, one of the interviews, and I guess he had an unscheduled interview or uh, meeting with Vince McMahon. And I guess he went to Vincent Mann's office. Obviously, this is reported by Dave Meltzer and all that crap. But you never know. It sounds like it could be plausible. I mean,
0: well, I mean, Dave Meltzer is plausible. So that's why I'm like, why are you like. But there's so many haters
1: on him. It's crazy. Every time we post anything with a source of him, because every time I've sourced him, usually his stuff comes true. So I'm like, okay, he's a pretty good source to go with and to back me up when I say things. But But it's like, like, people hate on him so much. I never knew why.
0: Well, they hate him because, one, he's good at what he does. Two, they hate on him because he he spills the truth. I mean, that's blatantly what he does. And anybody that doubts that, go back and look at his past records. Back in the 90s, you know, when wrestling was hot and it wasn't so accessible to receive, like, dirt sheets and things like that, he was doing this. The problem was is that – here's Well, and here's the thing on him, though, is that he was – at the time, and this is true, as you can go back and see, and he's admitted it himself. He fabricated some of the stories that he would come up with, and have it was almost like the National Enquirer. You have just enough truth truth in there in order to get by. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good. That way was
1: to put it.
0: that was his best. That was his best uh, best description uh, of the situation. He's admitted it that he wasn't the greatest back in the nineties, but. Everything that he has this day and age has been true. Like he's I mean, come on, we have half
1: the major news stations that mainstream people watch half the time they report, you know, half facts. So I mean,
0: come on. Or, you know, or is it here's here's another thing. Is it really half facts or is it did WWE um, finally realize that sometimes you can't always uh, you can't catch the audience off guard and when things get spoiled they change things at the last minute.
1: Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that's what that's how it should be, honestly. it keeps people on their feet.
0: It does, but I mean WWE should already be doing that anyway. We shouldn't have to I be know. finding out results of things just to get an unpredictable product. I know they to spend
1: more money on this, but things like Jeff and Matt Hardy return to WrestleMania, like not even their friends knew it. Why don't they just keep doing this on returns? Like have the person sign some waiver, don't tell your friends, don't tell this or you're going to pay a big fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm kind of behind it. I mean, that's Chris Jericho's even said it on his very own podcast. The thing and the missing element for professional wrestling in this day and age is that we've lost that sense of surprise. Yeah. You know, it's, That's why every time Jericho comes back, it sometimes is out of nowhere or it's built up to be this huge thing that nobody really knows what it is
1: or they just, just have really a I think Jericho really good at keeping under wraps compared to everybody else Like to talk about it.
0: He is. I mean, hell, the whole New Japan situation when he, uh, when he oh, showed man, up. That was
1: out of the blue, wasn't it?
0: Well, and the thing is, is uh, that had been planned six months in advance. So, I mean, the whole feud with uh, Kenny Omega on Twitter is where that started. Well, they they I mean, talked this out. Worried.
1: When I saw that, I was like, I shared that, I made an article about it, and I was like, bam, I know this. I had a feeling that something was going to happen. Oh,
0: well, a lot of people kind of had that impression, but nobody really knew. But that was the point, is nobody yeah. knew. Is this a, was
1: this a work? Is exactly. this exactly, you
0: know, is this reality? Do they really not like each other? Or are they taking legit jabs at each other and things like that? All those questions were there, and that's what you want. You oh, know? yeah. You want the unpredictability, and that's what WWE is lacking. That's why Jericho had so much fun with the New Japan stuff and Kenny Omega.
1: And I heard he's actually through with it. He's not going to come back for a while.
0: And you know what? If not, that's okay. At least he has an open door. I mean, we never thought. We as fans. Yeah, I know. In this this day and age, who would have thought Chris Jericho would have jumped over to do a couple of New Japan matches? I think he's
1: just safe. Like A lot of WWE stars would never do that because they'd be scared to get on Finn's bad side. But I think he just built such a repertoire with Vince and WWE that he just felt safe to do it in his, in his time in his career.
0: Well, and he, and he did, in my opinion, and, from, and again, we're going off completely of what Jericho has said it, out of his own mouth, is that um, he did it the right way. He actually wanted to do this. He talked to the New Japan officials about it. He knew that he couldn't go without telling Vince, so he called Vince personally told them told him what he was wanting to do and i think vince respected the fact that he actually took him into consideration yeah, and act, and agree. actually called him you know that's that's the thing about jericho is even in, with all the success that jericho has had um, he's always stuck true to the people that were loyal to him or took a chance on him yeah so so i mean that's to me that's the utmost respect that you can have for an individual he didn't even work for the man and he just simply called him up and said, hey, I want to do this. I just basically am seeking your blessing from it. And Vince gave it to him. You know basically, what I mean? Yeah, he
1: doesn't want to be shunned by WWE in the future, you know?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, there's no way that WWE would ever shun Chris Jericho at this point. Well, I
1: mean, like, he didn't want to be, like, seven years old, finally getting inducted into the Hall of Fame.
0: <laughs> right. Which Jericho's time will come. In my opinion, I think he'll be there within the next five years. So, Really? I think so.
1: I mean, I... I would hope so, but I'm just crazy if he is. Because I feel like he still has some time before he gets inducted. And
0: he, and he might, because he said that he doesn't want to be inducted until he is absolutely done with his wrestling career, which oh, is really? still, we, we've seen it. We've seen him do the part-time schedule, and he's done it successfully. And the thing about Jericho, too, about him being a part-timer, he's so different from the other part-timers. Exactly. In the fact that when he is here with the WWE, he's here.
1: You know what he gets on the mic. He does a lot of stuff that most of the guys part-timers don't do they're scared of.
0: Well, yeah, and on top of that, he, he clears his schedule out. Like That's why when he comes back for the times that he does and he's here for a while, he didn't have anything planned at that time. So he never has anything that crosses over, you know, mm-hmm. unless it's the, the one-time-off situation where uh, Fozzie had a, had a gig that was close to a show in SmackDown, and he made that SmackDown cameo last year.
1: Um, oh, is that what it was?
0: Yeah, yeah. Fozzie, Fozzie was on tour at that point, and I guess they were close enough to a town where um, he he called WWE up and was like, "Hey, I'm at so and so. I know you guys are here. I can make the drive. You know, is there anything that's I so can help cool? Out he has a kind show? of
1: like you know, you know uh, what's it called? Pull, pull. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's awesome though that he's he's willing to do something like that for the company. Oh yeah. Jericho's just a one-of-a-kind guy, you know, and... and always, you thought, always
1: been one of my favorites.
0: Well, look, I mean, it even it's not even uh, necessarily professionally that he's he's been so good. I respect the guy and like the guy on a personal level, too. He's very opinionated, but he's an educated opinion. He is a success in almost, actually, in my opinion, in everything that he does. And you and I have talked about this before on this show. I'm a fan of wrestlers that are able to go beyond the wrestling. Like when they establish themselves in another type of profession or mm-hmm. a different type of atmosphere, when they get well set, I'm a fan of that. Example, The Rock in Hollywood. Love the fact that he came from pro wrestling first. And, and is now the, what, the, the
1: top uh, grossing star of 2817. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and he's, he's the biggest action star in Hollywood. You know, he came from our world. Chris Jericho... He's now a certified legend uh, in professional wrestling, but he's a talk show host with his podcast. He has a successful music career, which wasn't all that successful when it started. It was just an, uh, an it was an eighties cover band, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until their very first album of All That Remains that he started that Fozzy was doing original music, and he's turned that into a successful band. You know, yeah, especially Jeff now Hard-
1: they're really doing damn good, man. Absolutely,
0: and Jeff Hardy even. Jeff Hardy with his art, which in my opinion, Jeff Hardy and- oh God, I want to our, buy
1: one so bad. They're just so expensive. Dude, they, I mean, they are, but
0: they're really not. I mean, They're they, like 600 bucks. Dude, you can get one for like 250.
1: That's still expensive.
0: Well, you know what? It's better than paying a fucking thousand, isn't it?
1: I can just go on Google and print his print the copy of his art off and put it on a canvas myself.
0: You could, or you know, if you wanted to do that, you could always go up to Walgreens and then they'll question you being like, hey, um, is Screw this Walgreens. your image? <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> You're right though, sure, as long as I'm not it. selling it, but yeah, that's true, they probably will. Um, but so- that's, that's
0: what I was getting at there, is I'm just a fan of people, that, uh, of professional wrestlers that expand their, uh, their worth outside of wrestling, so.
1: Did you ever watch, did you watch the, um, I know it's not, Super new, but did you ever watch the uh, photo shoot with Charlotte Flair?
0: No, I did not.
1: It's pretty good. Why do not you watch? Usually you watch those things. while well. you don't like her as much? You not... <laughs> Oh, whatever. Uh, so. Um, no, I like. I mean, I I've been wanting to watch the photo
0: shoots. I just haven't. I haven't had the time to. Get oh, yet. you haven't seen any? <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen the misses, and I like the misses. Okay. Um, but I haven't seen like Cesaro's or Angle's or Charlotte's.
1: Oh, oh and Star i watched pretty good
0: well and i watched eric bischoff's too i forgot that so
1: Bischoff has a photo shoot on there i forgot yeah i may have already seen it i forgot about it though it's good it, it's pretty interesting Hmm. i feel like yeah well this audio is keep messing up a little bit okay so um one thing i'm excited for too is the final deletion
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you? So I'm, just, surreal. I'm, I'm just
1: amazed they're gonna actually do it. I mean, they're, I'm just amazed they're gonna do something and keep going with him because I feel like they were never gonna let him do this kind of thing. And word is he may become officially broken, which hopefully, personally,
0: I mean, I, I'm cool with it. Even just staying broken, I don't think I don't it's, think it's there's anything fun. wrong with
1: it. It broken just sounded. It like, broken's like he was like a l- little more depressed, and it just was. It was just funnier to me. It was like a broken man. It just that's basically what Cam Alms comes off of, a broken man.
0: The thing is, is it's the same thing. But <laughs> he's doing for, the same thing. Not for
1: us. He's not as broken. He's too he's happy. He's too excited.
0: I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I I'm happy to see it. I was ecstatic to hear that they're doing the final deletion. Uh, I think that's I, I couldn't believe it when I was like, oh my god, they're actually running with this? I was like, they're going for it. And they're including Bray Wyatt in it, which honestly, if it's done right. And, I, and I'm going to stress that. If it's done right, this could actually be really good for both Matt and for Bray. So uh, I'm interested to see how this goes. I mean, I've already got it pictured in my head. If they have a scene with the Lake of Reincarnation and uh, Bray Wyatt gets thrown in it, if he comes out of it looking like Husky Harris in his old getup, up, I am oh going God. to crack
1: God. up, man. Dude, that would be, I, that would be actually really clever.
0: That's what I'm saying. This could be so good if they do it right. This can be so beneficial for both guys. Like I think I can see this working. It just I, I'm crossing fingers. That's they've already filmed it, from what I understand. There's some things that have leaked online. I haven't read them. Don't care to read them. I'm like I'm just waiting. I'm gonna wait until they play it because when they play it, I'm gonna enjoy it.
1: Uh, you know, obviously I didn't watch TNA almost ever. And so I didn't know. I didn't know much about this Willow character, Mm -hmm. and I think it's badass. (laughs)
0: It's it's interesting. It's a very interesting. You know me.
1: I love Jericho. Or sorry, I love Jeff Hardy. And that it just the Willow thing is really creepy, and it's like really Jeff Hardy.
0: Well, Jeff Hardy, and this this is where I give I do give TNA and Impact um, a lot of props because. They allowed Jeff Hardy to be a lot more creative. They let him do a whole bunch of different ideas and characters and things like that. I mean, he did he did a couple different characters as part of the uh, the final deletion, and I can't remember their names offhand, but he did he did a like what felt like a schizophrenic type of character that was acting like a talk show host. I can't remember the guy's name, but he showed up. He, of course, he did the Willow thing. He was brother Nero, and then he also was Jeff Hardy. I mean, he had four different types of characters all in TNA, and it was almost like a throwback to Mick Foley when he did the three that's faces that's of Foley. Thinking. So I mean, it's it's cool. You know, you had Mick Foley, and then you had you know Dude Love the hipster, you had Mankind the deranged one, and then you had Cactus Jack the hardcore one. So yeah. so Jeff Hardy kind of did something similar to that in TNA, and I think that it was cool that they allowed him that kind of creative freedom. And I personally would love one time at least for the willow character to show up on wwe so i, I think I, it's
1: creepy and it's just so jeff hardy it's almost like a uh finn Balor kind of thing where it's like you know it's him but it's like just a you know extended it's a different
0: side yeah it's a different side of jeff hardy and for those those people that don't under, don't know who willow is or don't understand what we're talking about youtube is your best
1: friend yes so. that's true um <laughs> Let's see the next biggest thing this week. Um, so Rey Mysterio got injured.
0: Yeah, yeah, which we knew that last week. So Oh we did? I mean it's it's been about a week now since he got injured. Okay, The, well, the for you that know,
1: Rey Mysterio got injured, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well and and this puts his WrestleMania stuff in jeopardy and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but the good thing is is this doesn't halt his negotiations with WWE. Yep. So so that is a good thing for Ray. And I personally am glad because I, I don't know why. I'm just I'm interested to see Ray Ray come back. You know, I think it'd be cool to see him back. So um,
1: who who the hell is John Cena going to face? We're what? We're 20 days away from WrestleMania 24, 23, 22 and John Cena uh, no, does not have are not that match. we're not
0: that close, man. Really? We're, we're still. We just broke the thirty mark on Thursday, so oh, we, really? we're oh, about, I thought
1: it was less than that, honestly.
0: No, we're at twenty-eight days. We still got a month to go. So, um, but I get your point. We're still. We're a month out. We're we're under a month now before WrestleMania. John Cena doesn't really have a set program that we know of, at least. You know, they this could be his whole program is. You know, what am I going to do to WrestleMania? How am I going to get to WrestleMania? Which is still clever. Um, but man, like I mean, I, I said something on Twitter this past week. I know you saw it, um, where I was saying that Taker has been ruled okay, out. so and, and
1: any everywhere I go says there's 23 days left, Travis.
0: I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> just I, I, really don't. So, <laughs> oh man, I, mean, I could be
1: wrong. i I just wonder what day is it. You know.
0: Yeah, I believe it's April 8th is uh, the day of WrestleMania. Okay. It's either, it's either April 7th or April 8th, one of the two. Um, but I just kind of anyway. want to
1: know because, I mean, there's so many… Uh... You
0: want to know because you'll forget like you do forget. Star oh, Games yeah, that's, too.
1: that's a good point too. I think you may be right. <laughs> I could be right, whatever. But the whole point of this was to say, like, John Cena, the guy they always have, Headline Mania, has no evident main match, which is crazy.
0: It is, and, and I was getting to the Undertaker thing that I had brought up earlier this week. Oh, A you lot got some of people, heat for that one. I didn't. Uh, well, I didn't get heat. Nobody was like really trash talking. Yeah, it. it was just true. more so they were like saying, "Hey, you know, he's uh, he's had his surgery or he's repaired his hip. He's he's coming back." Things like that. But legitimately, and that's why I had to clarify. Everywhere that I have read, including Dave Meltzer himself, has said that no, Taker has been ruled out. Yes, he's he's done well since uh, whatever hip situation he had, whether it was surgery or what. Like one guy was saying, is that he uh, he instead of opting for surgery, he did a workout regimen that built up the muscle around the hip to to compensate for what it's not doing anymore. Uh-huh. And he said he's and he's felt better doing it. So um, no matter what those situations are, everybody has seen, or at least that I have read, has ruled out any credible source has ruled out Taker. Because it was John Cena at at that point who requested Rey Mysterio to work with. Mm. So if John Cena is requesting to work with another guy because some guy is injured, I don't really see how that is false news or how that's not true. Again, I could be wrong. And just like I mentioned to uh, one of the gentlemen that had uh, replied to me, this could be a complete troll by WWE. You know, maybe – Maybe Taker is ready to come back. Maybe he is going to wrestle at Mania, and they're just holding it off and just trying to leave it as a surprise by letting certain things get out or placing certain things out there online. And we could be all getting trolled. But guess what? To my knowledge, and for this moment, I am ruling Taker out of Mania. So, and I'm okay with that. I don't know what else he would I have mean, to gain from coming back. That's
1: not a big deal to me. So.
0: Not well, not anymore. Because in my opinion, and I think we talked about this on the last show, he had the perfect retirement. You know, yeah, I mean, he at really least, did so. I mean, you don't get more. I'm at least in my opinion, with the exception of Rick Flair's retirement ceremony back in uh, uh, two thousand eight. Last year, yeah. when he walked out of the Mania ring, that dude that was emotional. I ain't gonna lie, like oh, yeah, seeing was emotional. Dude, I, I ain't gonna lie, I teared up, you know, it was, because it was a sense of... are all so wussy. Man, it was, I'm just saying, it was It was one of those situations where you just, it's a guy that you've grown up watching. Oh, I know. And you're seeing him on his, to our I don't think you're the only one
1: who felt that way, honestly, but, uh yeah.
0: Dude, they showed pictures of grown men doing the same thing out in the audience, man. Grown ass men. Yeah. Doing the same thing. That's so, the world we yeah. live in. I mean, shit. It, it is what it is. I don't mind it's crying at home.
1: I'm just kidding. Uh, it was
0: emotional to see, but okay. it was it was a good send off. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like yeah. why why would you want to jeopardize that? He that's went what I was thinking, it, too. It, he went out on his term. You know what I mean? If that is indeed the last match that he's ever gonna have, he went out his way. So you can't I'll really you can't really go against it. My
1: way, him. it's my way. Sorry, that's a yeah yeah I know. I know. Chocolate starfish, hot dog flavored water. My way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's the next topic. Actually, let's go for a small, tiny little break so we can uh, gather our thoughts. Be right back. <laughs> hey guys, this is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumbling Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, Go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you, and if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter: WWE Ramsey or Travis Falhark. That's all I got to say. Back to the show, guys.
0: And we are now back, and I want to go into some NXT topics because NXT had some pretty good stuff uh, this past week, both on the show and news-wise. Yeah. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right into the biggest announcement, and this is the only spoiler y- you'll
1: hear from us. It's not really a spoiler; us. it's just like on everywhere now. I mean, on Twitter, everywhere is. Well,
0: I say I say it's technically a spoiler because again, we haven't seen it announced on the actual show. Oh. Uh, so, in all technicality, it still is a quote-unquote spoiler, even though, like you said, everybody pretty much knows about it, um, and they announced it on WWE.com. That's so I that's
1: the only reason why I say I've been it because they put it on. Main site.
0: Yeah, which I still have an issue with that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but um, finally, with NXT's brand, uh, we have a secondary title. And I have been clamoring for this for at least two or three years now, because that to me was the last piece of that NXT puzzle that was missing. And I say that because you had three titles that covered the three main divisions. You had the NXT title, you had the women's title, and you had the tag team titles. But as you can attest to, every good promotion or brand has that secondary title that's supposed to be the buildup for you to eventually get the NXT title. Or
1: the workhorse or whatever, yeah. I right. It's
0: it's just another way to bring a, a sense of notoriety to an individual, and you know it's it was always like there was something missing because there were so many stars on NXT that you could be like, oh, that guy could be NXT champion, that guy could hold the title, that guy could hold the title, but yeah. there's only one NXT title, one. you know? So when you actually expand it a little bit and you have the two titles, not mm-hmm. two world titles, but you have the, you know, if you want to call it the second place title, go ahead. <laughs> but that's nothing to, to scoff at, you know what I mean? That's sometimes the best uh, title. I'm not that, sure that's what a scoff
1: is. Part. I know what scoffing is, but... Sorry.
0: It's, why are you trying to get all grammatical on here when you're the least grammatical that
1: I've ever known? Yeah, well, that's just me. Sorry.
0: And it, it can be pronounced scoff or scoffing, whatever you want to call it. It's the same damn thing.
1: <laughs> I still know what it is, so.
0: So do I, so I mean. What is it?
1: the hell is a scoff?
0: Basically, it's talking shit or getting heat in this instance, you know? Well,
1: you've now learned something new, people.
0: I'm sure there's people that already knew it, but, you know, I mean, I'm mean, educating. You learn something new every day for those of you that didn't know it, so.
1: Yeah, if you want Travis to be your teacher, come on to Rumbling Reality.
0: Not in this state, not in our state of Oklahoma, hell no. <laughs> Teachers <laughs> ain't making jack here.
1: Man. I know, they're all going on strike. My mom's a teacher, I know. Uh, I'm i kind of with them, go for it,
0: but again, that's that's. That's political topics. So back to wrestling. Um, I'm ecstatic because we've got four NXT guys, uh, and then we've got the two new NXT signees, which I think is awesome. EC3's added to the inaugural match, as is Ricochet, and there was a lot of people that weren't expecting uh, WWE to keep his Ricochet name. They thought they were going to just call him Trevor Mann, which is his actual name. Mm-hmm. And it and I was happy that they're letting him run with the Ricochet name. So um, the the six participants are EC3, uh, Ricochet, Killian, Dane. Um,
1: What's up with this Killian Dane push?
0: I mean, you kind of could see that coming. I could. Um,
1: I mean, it's like out of the ballpark for me.
0: Okay, so real quick before we get into that topic, because we'll bring up Killian Dane. The other participants were uh, Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, and I can't remember the sixth guy. Um, Like, I I can't remember who it is.
1: Uh, It's not uh, Bebe, is it?
0: Yes, Adam Cole, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly who it is. So, uh, appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's very rare that I get those things on the spot so let's let's take it for what it is
0: how I couldn't remember Adam Cole I don't know Bobby Fish
1: (laughs) is injured which sucks
0: yeah we'll get to that too since we're talking NXT here in a little bit Um, but yeah so those are the six guys um, to your question on the Killian Dane push, I'm I'm not disappointed because Killian Dane's actually he's a lot like Kevin Owens. He's but a he just big doesn't athletic guy. they not talk on the mic
1: well, and that's what they're missing. I mean, you cannot keep pushing. What do guys. you mean he
0: doesn't talk on the mic? It just well. is not
1: good. It's not good. It's not entertaining as much. He's great in the
0: ring. He's not supposed to be the the happy go lucky guy. I know. He's part of a freaking insane. I get group, it, dude.
1: I get it, but it just doesn't feel like he has that charisma. I don't
0: know. No, he's got the charisma. I think so. Man. I,
1: I could be wrong. I don't know. I maybe haven't seen enough of his stuff or maybe I tune out when he's talking. I like him insanity, but to be a single star, we just have enough guys that have barely even made it and they were so big already. Look at Shinsuke. He's amazing, but it's his I personally, because he can't talk on the mic really, he doesn't connect with the crowd.
0: No, he doesn't. And that's, that's always been his downfall. And that's what a lot of people were speculating would happen when he came up to the mm-hmm. main roster. Which, you know, to his credit though, he's gotten better with it. Like His English is actually improving very well. Um, it's not becoming as difficult to understand what he's saying. Um, so he's, he's doing all the right things. He's yeah. improving himself. Um, but I mean, everybody knew it's, it's the, it's the NXT curse, man. I mean, you met, you're big in NXT and then you come up to the main roster, the supposed main roster where you're supposed to be even a bigger star and it's just not been the case. Well, like I said, like
1: I said before, we have, and that's what we're going to get to really quick. You guys can go back and a couple episodes ago, we talked about this. Um, the reasons why these guys don't make it. Number one is probably Vince, but number two, They've already been pushed for two and a half, three years. You've already seen them get, you know, go through struggles and stuff on NXT. You bring them on Raw or SmackDown, you're excited, but you already know their character. There's nothing really exciting to look forward to because they don't develop anything past that. They do glorious, glorious. They do whatever they do, but they don't really develop.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I can agree to us. we s we've we've said this before, I can definitely agree to an extent on some of those characters. I, I mean, mean yeah, I yes, was... people
1: like Seth Rollins and stuff who ends up I'm not saying there's not guys that cannot make it, but I'm just saying they I don't know. Right.
0: Right. No, I, I do, I understand what you're saying, but like you know uh Bobby Roode's a great example. I I couldn't believe when they brought him up to the main roster and they made him a good guy. I was like, What is this?
1: Yeah, like, I know.
0: I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I like Bobby Roode, but man, when he eventually goes heel, which in my opinion, I, I don't know, it, it, I really wish they would have saved the Bobby Roode-Randy Orton match for WrestleMania, in my opinion. I thought that was that to me is WrestleMania caliber, not some, what I fear will be either a triple threat match or somehow Jinder Mahal is getting a one-on-one title shot. And I'm like, no, why in the world would you have done that when you could have done Roode and Orton for Mania? That would have been just as good to wait for an. Extra I thought month that was that. still going for fast lane. Oh,
1: dude, they're gonna put for, it to WrestleMania.
0: No, they're I guarantee you, it's not gonna happen. The only way, and this is the only way I can see it happening, is either tomorrow night for the fast lane pay per view. Um, we'll see. Jenner somehow get involved the- in the match. Like he'll get, he'll make it a triple threat match. Um, or somehow he's going to take out Randy Orton and take his spot for the one-on-one shot, and then at that point they can throw Orton back in for Mania. Yeah. And I hate—I just hate the fact that they're wasting this on Fastlane tomorrow when they can actually put it for Mania. And it's like it will do—it'll be a good match. Both Orton and Ruder are good workers, yeah. but one of them—one of them needs to be a heel, like—and they're one better as heel.
1: The funniest part is, like you just said, both guys. Are have always been proven better as heels, and for some reason they're both faces right now. I mean, yeah, I know all of us wrestling fans want everybody to be a heel, everybody to be a heel, but there's some guys that should just be heels.
0: I mean, that's where Edge signed the most was when he was a heel. I know. Yeah. I
1: mean, I, I mean, you know, what I'm talking about the topic where like, oh, wrestling fans are over happy, blah, blah blah. I mean, what do you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know we gripe because this is a show where we talk about topics with the gripe a little bit, but it's like you have to, uh, to grow and to get better. You have to have people, uh, you have to have your fan base at least get into it. If, if people aren't debating anymore and whatever, then you've really lost all hope. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, you've really lost all
0: hope. Yeah, um, definitely when it comes to, to that stuff, which, by the way, we do have, um, I did see on Twitter, we've got a few questions that we can answer. That's We're going to save that to the end of the show for those of you that are curious. Um, but going back to our NXT discussions, um, I'm excited. The, the new NXT title, the North American title, which a lot of people were like, well, doesn't North America cover more than the United States and the United States title is a main title on, on the main roster, which they brought up a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, you kind of, you, you got a point, but then we also have the intercontinental title, which is over on raw. So I mean, that covers almost every continent. So, I mean, it's a throwback name. It's a throwback title. I think it's going to be cool to have it um, in NXT. Um, I'm also looking forward to the impending NXT title match, which um, we're going to answer that question as part of the, the, the end of the show questions from one of our uh, listeners and one of our Twitter followers. So we'll okay. get to that there.
1: Is, is it just me or is The Miz so damn good the last couple of WrestleManias of making you really interested in watching his match. Um, like he's pretty good at it. Like it's some match they threw together last minute. And then he gets on the mic or does a John Cena skit with, you know, whatever. With uh, Maurice or the, this this last time he, you know, talked crap on uh, Finn Balor and stuff. I'm pointing out he's not as big. It was just pretty damn good. I know it's like typical stuff, but we're all thinking it. And a lot of stars can't execute it the way he did. It just sounds so real, like it wasn't like a planned thing. Like he just like I know he's I know it's planned by this point, but it was damn good.
0: Well, the Miz has always been good, and I think they let I think WWE just lets him do this now because he gets, yeah. he can he can deliver it so well. And him being a bad guy, him actually saying everything that we're thinking or that's been reported on the news. Is is great for him because it just generates that extra heat onto him, um, and he uses it against those guys. Like you said, like a Finn Balor, who's we all know the the Finn Balor situation that's been going on for uh, for a few months now with Vince's feeling over on Balor since the Royal Rumble and everything like that. And he actually using that as part of his promo where he's like, "You're too focused on trying to get over that you're not even really doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, you haven't done anything." since you came back you know and we're all thinking it we've all expressed it like you said and he just delivers it and coming from him it's such a dick thing to say that it just makes you not like him that much more what do you mean what i mean what do you
1: mean it's not what do you mean it's a dick thing to say
0: it's a dick thing to say because we all are thinking it but he's expressing it you know what i mean Mm. he's expressing the thoughts of us wrestling fans and he's doing it through the wwe window you know what i mean He's getting to say exactly what we all feel, which we all oh, feel. Oh, you're talking Finn about the Ballard's Miz
1: saying that. I you meant Finn yeah. Balor talking crap. Okay.
0: No, I'm talking about the Miz. That's how he gets away with doing these awesome promos. Yeah. Is he's just saying, like you said, exactly what we're all thinking, and he's doing it through the WWE's window. Man,
1: man, didn't you get kind of excited when he was talking crap on Seth Rollins and Finn Balor? I was like, whoa, this is pretty good.
0: Miz is good on the mic, period. I mean, I've never once doubted him. I never have
1: either, but I guess he's slowly – I mean, I don't know why he's slowly gaining more fans, slowly. But it's like by this time, this fans should always freaking chant his name and stuff because he's like – he's the guy who really has been there. He's one of the longest guys that's been there now on this current roster.
0: Ten, ten years. He's been yeah. there for a decade.
1: I mean, that's like majority of – the roster now is filled with mostly young guys. And There's guys like Kofi and stuff who have been there a long time. Randy Orton, Yeah. But people like the Miz uh, and Kofi really have never gotten that long run. He had the t- t- title for a while at a younger younger t- age, maybe. But I'm saying he's doing better work now than he ever has back then.
0: Oh, absolutely, and that just goes to part of his evolution of growing in the WWE evolution system. The mystery. Sorry, I knew you were gonna do it, so I just waited
1: every time. Uh, <laughs> but. You know, it's funny, we're we're kind of still going back to Finn Balor being over or not. And it's just like a, I mean, we've talked about it months ago. It's just funny to me that it keeps coming up. Why is Finn Balor not truly over? Truly. Like, by, the, by the fan standpoint, he has a ton of fans. He sells great merch. But it's like, is it his, I mean, what is it? Is it his accent or is he not connected with the fans? His logic, or the American audience compared to Japanese audience. What is it? You know?
0: Well, well, for one, him being on the main roster, I think has something to do with it because, again, being uh, we go back to the NXT curse, um, he was huge in NXT. But it's because NXT has been designed and built for us hardcore wrestling fans. You know, we we enjoy the people there. That's why Adam Cole's there. That's why Bobby Fish is there. That's why Kyle O'Reilly's there. That's why Ricochet is there. You know, that's why EC3 has come back. You know, uh, NXT is for that hardcore fan. And Finn Balor was a part of the hardcore fan base that was happy to see him come over from Japan. Now, you're introducing him to the main roster, which has a lot of kids on it, which is great when you sell, like, the Demon merchandise and stuff like that, and they get their face painted and things of that nature. But, But to try to get kids to understand his worldwide appeal is very difficult. That's why... That's another reason why the like guys like Shinsuke Nakamura has problems uh, getting over on the main roster because yeah, granted you'll have adults there that still cheer I mean, and don't get me like wrong. That. Shinsuke
1: and Finn Balor put on some of the best ma- best matches in they, current, they do
0: currently. they do they're very they're very uh, they're technical but yet they're still fast-paced. fast paced. Yep. Um, I mean they they do everything right. And It's, it's crazy just, too
1: that Shinsuke is the age he is and still moves the way he moves. It is
0: it's it, it's great. I mean. By all standards, all, both those guys that we're talking about should be main event players right now, and they're they, they are to a degree, but not where we believe they should be, and where a lot of people feel like they should be. Um, and it's it is it's it's sad. It's a difficult process. Um, I've already read though that uh, Finn Balor has been talked about um, being thrown back into the Universal Title picture after WrestleMania. The I mean, only kind of time. It is, and the only way that I think at this point though that fans are gonna buy it, he's gotta turn heel. And if he does, I promise you he's gonna put on some amazing heel work. Because if I anybody mean, saw just, his he, heel work, I know he can be a no.
1: face. I know he can be a face, but he just I mean, also I'm guess it's my this is just my being biased my perception. He just looks like a better heel too. He has that cocky swagger, you have, you know, Gallows and Anderson there which by the way Check out the Cole Cabana's recent podcast a week or two ago, and he put an old track on about an hour interview with them, and they are funny as hell.
0: Dude, Gallows and Anderson are hysterical. I
1: am seriously, I mean, I've watched them before and they're really good and different things. I'm thinking, they are seriously something. I love Gallows' Stone Cold Depression. Oh my god.
0: It's spot on. (laughs) It's It's so funny i was listening to their their podcast with stone cold actually it came out a couple months ago yeah and it, and it's it's hysterical um mm-hmm. but yeah no i i just i fully believe like you said balor has got that exterior and his japan work i mean he formed bullet club he was the founder and it was a major heel stable over in japan so he can do the heel work and once he does uh it's it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to rejuvenate his career. Um, well, in my opinion, it's going to rejuvenate his career, period. It's just going to depend on where it goes. You're either going to have the hardcore fan base that will just be, like, getting Wait, behind him Balor now. you
1: should just stay back as the demon, though? Sorry to cut you off.
0: Nope. No, you're not. Sorry. You I mean, cut me off at least once well, every that's, episode. That's how you make
1: things uh, fast-paced. I mean, sorry. I'm using it's this.
0: not how you make things fast-paced. It's yeah, how do. you be a dick.
1: Oh, I'm a dick? You're a dick. So, um...
0: Or it takes one to know
1: one. Do you think he should stay or keep going with it or drop it? Because I think that's one of the more entertaining sides of it and makes him different and not just, you know, some pretty boy wrestler. The demon? Yeah.
0: Oh, he'll keep it. That's what's gonna make it even cooler heel is that it'll he'll think about it. We have normal Finn Balor right now, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine that Finn Balor going heel. Now he's a prick. Now he's cocky. Now he doesn't give a damn. Now throw the demon on top of that. That they makes should cool. call him the
1: devil when he's bad. When he's a heel,
0: so. I mean, the demon works just as well. But think about that. Now you're going to use that same type of creativity to do your demon character too, dude. That'll be that'll be extremely well done. Like it, it'll work. It just has to be one of those things where they have to just go with it. Whether or not they do remains to be seen. So.
1: I mean, I just think at this point he should be center stage.
0: He should be. And he was. And if it wasn't for Seth Rollins, and I will always go back to this, it was Seth Rollins' fault um, had he not had injured Finn Balor. And I get it. It's wrestling. Injuries happen, you know. But it was that one moment. He won the Universal title and had to relinquish it the very next day. I guarantee you, had that not been the case, we would have a different Finn Balor at this point. Like he would be one of, if not the top star on Raw. I agree. There would have there would have been no question whether he could face Lesnar and be over with Lesnar. It would have been the same type of premise as how AJ Styles match went into it. It would have been on the same level.
1: I don't I don't want to kill the buzz or the hype or the future or hope for Finn Balor finally be in there because I've always liked Finn Balor. He's kind of died down a little bit with me just because they're not pushing him as much. So they're making me as a fan, like, just not excited anymore over it. But because And that's, feel like and not that's what happen. happens. Exactly. That's what happens. I and mean, check out, my podcast. check out the podcast a couple months ago. I was, like, always on Finn Balor's case. Always loved it. But what I was going to say is people like Brock Lesnar, people like a uh, rumored Bobby Lashley coming. I mean, these guys, I feel like, are just keep taking the spots of – Bobby Lashley still hasn't had his credit. Okay, maybe a little different. But people have like Rey Mysterio and different guys that keep getting these opportunities in main spots and main, uh, I don't know, main press. It just gets yeah. taken away from any new guys to really grow or put a get a, get a handle on Raw or SmackDown. That's just what I it, feel.
0: It's true. No, you're right. It's and it's true and it's sad. But you know that's why I think that people. I think people get frustrated with the part timers, not specifically because they've come back or that they're necessarily taking a no, spot. Yeah. It's not necessarily that they're taking a spot. I think it's more so of they're trying to they, – they don't make it clear that, okay, if you're somebody like Bobby – like you said, Bobby Lashley is a little bit of an exception. Yeah. Um, put Bobby Lashley aside, though, and we'll throw Alberto Del Rio into this. Um, but like Chris Jericho, for instance, when he comes back, yeah, of course he's going to get wins and he's going to go over a few times and things like that. But for the most part, anytime Chris Jericho has come back, He's always used his leverage to elevate That's somebody. what I
1: was about to literally bring up before I knew where you were going with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I so, you are going to say because Jericho is different. Because when he comes back, he actually makes the other guy grow. He's not too concerned about going over or having to win. That's what I freaking love about Jericho. And that's, why, that's why he gets the respect of all the fans too. Because the fans realize that, okay, this match seems awesome, but we don't automatically expect Jericho to win.
0: Well, and and that's yeah, that goes back to Jericho's credit uh, of, of the whole thing is he understands that, and it's the Terry, it's it's the Terry Funk logic that uh, that Paul Heyman talked about back in the ECW days when ECW was just starting out. Terry Funk was one of the veterans that understood that, yeah, I'm a veteran, but I need to get, I need to use my my success to get the younger guys ready so that this business can keep going and keep thriving. So instead of it being about me and about my spot, it was, ooh, let me work with this guy so that I can make him a star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me use some of my leverage to try to elevate this guy. And that's what some of the guys, for whatever reason, they don't they don't bring these part-timers in to think that way, to be like, listen, if we're going to bring you in here, you're not going to be here all the time. You need to help us put some other guys over that are going to be here. Roman Reigns, the promos he's delivered about Brock Lesnar have been exquisite the last yeah.
1: two weeks. I mean, that is showing that if you let guys actually go off the cuff more, let it, they're they are going to sink or swim. Just don't be afraid to let them sink. I know they're afraid of risking all this money and promotion and time and matches in them, but I mean, give them the mic more, let them talk more. If they sink, throw them. Throw them away. Yeah.
0: And you know, to Roman's credit, and and I I'm gonna date this back a little bit. It was his program with John Cena. I truly, fully believe that after he worked with Cena uh, back in September, something happened with him. Like he, I think he really understood on that that promo that they did where they signed the contract between the two of them, where Cena was pretty much just tell like berating him for his promo skills and just shooting him down every time. I think Roman understood at that point, oh, yeah, I've, I've got to learn to be like this. I can't I can't just be this person. I can't just, and I'm not saying he had this mentality, so I don't want that to get misconstrued, but I, I don't think he was pushed like he was supposed to have been, like nobody was pushing him on the mic like Cena did. And since then, he's actually cared more about his promo work, and he delivers it, so smoothly. I, I, I think
1: that's actually lit a fire in under his belt, butt. I
0: like, think it did too. And I and I will And I was going to correct myself. I I'm not going to say he's the smoothest deliverer when it comes to promos now, but he's definitely improved over the last six months. Yeah, like definitely exponentially yeah, I, I, I agree with better. That too. Yeah, and and I I'm I'm kind of with Roman. Like he's getting me behind him. Like I'm caring more about him. Yeah. So. And that's what you want. That's what WWE's been clamoring for. So, I mean, you're doing your job, WWE. Like, if this is what you've been wanting, you just keep doing what you're doing and you may actually get what you've been wanting.
1: I mean, that's true. I mean, I guess if they try enough times. I mean, I really think they worked on this storyline a long time ago. And somebody pointed out on Twitter to me a couple days ago, I was like, or a week ago, like, that could be true. I think they really did this whole Lesnar thing, like not showing up and different things, and now they're gonna play on it and really play on it and they show that he's never there and different things. It made it makes a real heat for Lesnar, like a real like organic heat. Like this guy never shows up. This guy never wrestles. I don't want to see him champion. You know, right. not, maybe not a big Reigns fan, but at least he shows up and you know wrestles for me.
0: And that's and that's what he said on his first yeah. promo, which yes is. As, has come out has it was a uh, it was a scripted promo mm. but that being said he delivered it with so much angst and he made you believe what he was saying that who gives a shit at that point if it was scripted he made you believe it exactly you know what I mean and 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 he did great you know and he did bring up a good point he's like I bust my ass you know every single week and this guy just comes and goes when he feels like it or when the money's right. You know, and he's right. He's thinking everything that we've always already expressed. Yeah. You know? And that's and that was we pointed out earlier, was what makes the Miz such a successful heel. Okay, well counteract that with what Roman's doing now. It's going off of facts and he's delivering it like a face and he's doing good with it. So yeah. keep going, Roman. You're I mean, he's doing the right things. So I, I have always wish the best for Roman. You know, I think he gets a raw deal at times. Um, at times, I think it's justified, but more often than not, I think people just ride him a little too hard. You know, and now we're starting to see him flourish as being a top guy. Yeah. So I'm okay with that.
1: And you you want to start reading off the questions on the Twitter for us? Our fans had some tw- had some questions first on Twitter. I'll give Travis some time to look it up. So our fans, uh, we went on Twitter and we uh, basically asked them, give us some topics, give us some discussion points, some how you feel, whatever, and they did. So Travis is good good at reading, so read for us, bro.
0: I definitely will do so. Bear with me just a moment while, yeah. while I get everything pulled up here. Um, real quick before we go uh, before we go into the questions, the last thing that we get a chance to talk about uh, when we were on the NXT discussions that I was going to try to get to, yeah. um, we talked about briefly the Bobby Fish injury. Um, he did have surgery yesterday, I believe I read, so he's going to be out for about six months. Um, so obviously, those of you that have read the spoilers, you probably already know what's going to happen. Somebody like myself that doesn't read spoilers but can pretty much guesstimate what's going to happen is uh, they're going to relinquish the titles and the winner of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is going to be crowned champions and win the cup this year. Which is still cool. I think that's a great idea. Um, So, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to go. Again, I haven't read the spoilers, so I don't know. I'm just guessing, but I think that's the case. And Tommaso Ciampa did a great job. Yeah, on his on his thing this past week, it was incredible, and he's going to be I, one I'm of the really.
1: I'm really feeling him.
0: He's going to be one of. And I was going to get to this too. He's going to be one of these heels that has been sorely missed. Like he's an old school heel, and prime example. He came say out old on school
1: Twitter. heel. Cue the revival music. Sorry.
0: <laughs> true story. There. I like the revival um,
1: too. I don't know why. I watched their I uh, ride along and I was like, they're they're some good guys. Like they're just I don't know, they're good guys. Like I just like their personalities and stuff off screen at least.
0: Oh, I agree. Um, but yeah, Tomasa Champa, like the shirt that he has uh, that he's been wearing recently, mm-hmm. um, WWE Shop. He even put it on Twitter. Has come to him about getting it printed, and he told them no. He said I don't want. He said I don't want my that's, shirt printed. That's nope. Stupid, that's stupid. Nope. No, that's smart. That's no, an old it's, school. No, deal. It's,
1: no old school. You can still That's be an, can old, can still school be an old school heel, but you still want some freaking shirts. I, I know what you're saying.
0: Hmm. A heel shouldn't want people to buy their shit. But
1: I'm sorry, you need to make a living.
0: <laughs> well, fine. WWE, come you up know with how your many own NXT shirt. Stars but his is, really get his, his their own is, shirt. Mm-hmm. His shirt is his shirt. Like I'm cool with that. Like I think it's a cool design. Sure. Me as a fan, I'd love to buy it. But the fact that he said that
1: cool. he. To say WWE don't make this shirt, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. It's obviously uh, WWE's uh, choice.
0: I don't know. I mean, we don't know what goes on. I'm we don't know saying, what's said or I just, done. I have a
1: feeling that he doesn't have that much pool with World of Wrestling Entertainment about merchandising something. I mean, they got to make well, money. Off, about, they got to make money off a dude who they you know give a contract to.
0: Well, think about this. In, uh, Triple H runs NXT, NXT yeah,
1: and Triple H at point. the end
0: of the day. It, Triple H, at the end of the day, is still a wrestler at yeah. heart. So, Tomasa Champa, let's let's hypothetically say you're right. He tells uh, WWE, "No, I don't want I don't want my shirt printed." Does that spark a phone call from Triple H being like, "So I'm just curious, why exactly do you want this?" He then explains why Triple H is such an old school wrestler mentality himself that he gets it, and it's yeah. like, "Oh, well, you got a point. So let's let's run with it." Um, yeah. I Man, yeah, so that's just I I,
1: uh, I think you're maybe heard right about that. If it, Vin, if, if Triple if Triple H is behind it, then I can see him going with it. But Vince just you know would rather make some money Dude, out.
0: Dude, NXT it. NXT is his baby. There's no if or ands behind that. Triple H runs NXT. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but all right. Is so we got question time we
1: here. Question time. All
0: right. So, first question we got is uh, from Julio Miguel Cruz and his. Twitter is at HeartbeatSneaks. His question to us was which WrestleMania 34 and NXT Takeover match are you anticipating the most? Ramsey?
1: Um as of right now, the Miz, Rollins, Finn Balor.
0: Okay. And NXT.
1: Oh, for takeover? Oh man. Um that's a good question, honestly, because I don't, I don't know if I know him off-head who's actually going to be fighting anything I can think of one. Uh, I don't know, because I don't know if I'm off-head. What's yours? Well, I
0: mean, well, you can go with the rumored ones if you want, if you want to go with one that's been talked about, or again, if you've read spoilers, they probably already announced it, but
1: uh, what, for what are, me... Or, or jog my memory, what are some of the ones that are going down officially?
0: So we talked about the, the inaugural North American title. Yeah. Um. We talked about the the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, my guess is that we're going to have Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon yeah, for the title. The, I
1: guess the tag team Classic sounds good. I like TM sixty one TM sixty one a lot. So,
0: well, they're already out of the tournament. So. Are they
1: really? I, oh,
0: you you said you watched the next week. You should have that. I did,
1: I did watch it yesterday morning, but I was really tired.
0: <laughs> okay, well, they're out. So, <laughs>
1: but that sucks. Um,
0: yeah, I couldn't believe that either. I was like, "Wow, they let AOP go over on TM61." I was like, "That's weird," but okay. Um, I don't. I, I question that decision, but it's not for me to question. I'm just a fan. Um, but then, of course, they also have the. Uh, uh, again, it's probably already announced, but we don't read spoilers, so we're going off pure speculation here. Mm-hmm. But Alistair Black and Andreas Sian
1: Almas for the oh, title. Okay, I'll pick that. I don't know why. That's I where that, I was Because I didn't know it was an official match.
0: It's It may, that's why I'm saying, it may have already been announced like from the tapings this past week, um, which if you want to read spoilers, go ahead and do so. As we've said numerous times, i again. You know, the, I freaking love Sian yeah.
1: and I love Alistair, so it's going to be hard for me to pick who wants to, who I want to win. So follow me on well, Twitter because that's going to be a struggle.
0: Well, and they've, and they've built Alistair Black so good, so much. Oh, and I forgot, we also still have the... It's not again. May officially been announced. May not have been. But Gargano and Champa for Takeover too. So yep. um, they put on a hell of a match too. So it's going to be interesting to see that. Um, but if you're going to ask me what I'm looking forward to, obviously WrestleMania, Shinsuke, AJ for the title. Looking forward to that. Um, and then for NXT Takeover, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the Champa. Uh, Gargano match. I, I do think Black and Almas will be good, but I'm looking forward to seeing how this story plays out with Ciampa and Gargano for TakeOver. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. You're
1: going to read them all lot for us, because I'll, I'll let you do this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's... <laughs>
0: well, that and I'm trying okay. to get uh,
1: editing. Yep.
0: Hmm. So, uh, the next question. Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, my friend, so please forgive me. Um, but... It's from a Murat um, Kuchuk uh, or, or Kukuk, I believe' how it sounds like Again, a my, apos- <laughs> <laughs> my. My apologies again, sir, if I mispronounce your name, but his at handle is at Devil's Child 83. Uh, rumors say Vince wants Alberto Del Rio back. What do you think? My opinion? I don't need him. And bro, I agree with your opinion. <laughs> I don't, I don't care to have him either. So uh, uh, I if, wouldn't
1: mind it as long as he's not put center stage, like put in, you know, in front of all the new, all the fresher faces.
0: Right, right. So, and we kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning of the show. So we may have already answered your question before we got to the official question. So there you go. Um, that's <laughs> so, just live. That's just um, live
1: talking there. Yep.
0: Right. Uh, next question comes from a. Uh, and one thing, Mania. Travis, real
1: fast, before I cut you off again as usual, we need, I need to, start, we need to start posting this thing like a day before because I only posted this thing like an hour or two ago, and I feel like we would have a lot more questions. <laughs> we we did.
0: We had a lot more from last week. I was kind of thinking the same thing too. I'm yeah. thinking maybe give it a day. And last time um, you did
1: post it, but I never got a retweet it or remember, rumors didn't got a retweet. I didn't see it. So next time tag me or tag whatever or whatever, remind me.
0: Oh, I got you, bro. Okay. Anyway, um, we're gonna we're still working on the kinks here, guys. So bear with yep. us on this. But we we love this part of the show. I love having questions. It's awesome. Uh, next question comes from a Moylan Mania uh, at Suthodan, S U T H O D A N. So <laughs> pronounce it however you will. Um, his You're
1: doing question better was, than me,
0: th- right? Uh, thoughts on the two hundred five live since the changes in creative. Um, I actually have enjoyed the changes in the Cruiserweight division. The Cruiserweight title uh, tournament the nah, that yeah. they've been doing, mm-hmm. It's it's been good. And, I mean, we're about to have Cruiserweight tag team titles coming about too. So I think that's, that's a WCW throwback. So anything WCW throwback-wise, I'm cool with. Uh, so I love it. I, I think it's been great for the 205 Live. I still think it's going to be a little bit before we really start having some more interest and intrigue into 205. But each week has been better and better and better. Um, They're they're going back to Triple H's method of being more like the Cruiserweight Classic was, which has improved on that brand exponentially. So I, I have nothing but positive thoughts for 205 Live
1: going forward. Next one. Ramsey? Oh, Sorry. You,
0: yeah, there's, it's a two-man show here, man.
1: Well, I, dude, My, your two-man show is me having to edit all the crap right now so I'm not going to spend an hour after. Sorry! Um, okay. Well,
0: you're, this also requires your opinions. So, I mean, I can do the show by myself to a degree if you want me to, but I, mean, I just I like you having to do <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Okay. So, we're talking about uh, not TakeOver anymore, right? What was the question again? Sorry. <laughs>
0: Is the 205 live the okay. thoughts yeah, on yeah, the yeah. creative changes? Uh,
1: okay, I have not watched much 205 live since Enzo left, honestly, because I don't know why. Never was an Enzo fan before. Enzo brought me into watching it more when I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the parts I have seen, it's not bad. It's just, to me, it's just not consistent enough. They don't have enough guys that really interest me right now, personally. Okay,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, Next guy that we're going to go to, uh, Dave at Mystery Goat. Uh, No, you're not too late, so you're good, my friend. Uh, Talking about this ridiculous Kevin versus Sammy feud that may not get a payoff at WrestleMania now. They, uh, They like have centered SmackDown around these two for weeks now, and for what? He brought up a very good point, because that also has been a rumored situation of Kevin and Sammy have been building up to either A, which most people thought was going to be a blow-off tag team match, which would have, it was either going to be Kevin and Sammy versus what I heard was rumored was Shane and uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, we also had heard the rumored Shane versus Daniel Bryan, which would have left Kevin versus Sammy open.
1: Yeah,
0: um, We saw the betrayal on SmackDown, which I thought was great. It, that was so good. I didn't think they were going to do it until Fastlane, and they pulled it off. Uh, just this past SmackDown, I think I said Thursday, and I meant said Tuesday. Um, but that was that was great. Um, and if they do go to WrestleMania, from what I've understood, the the creative direction for Kevin and Sammy, as of this moment, is to put them in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal,
1: yeah. which is dumb. I was like, even though. Oh my God! Didn't Kevin Owens like headline Mania the the year before, or like co co headline or whatever? Nope.
0: He hasn't co headline every. Well, any co-headline
1: as in like he was one of the main matches.
0: He was on the ma- He was on the card. Let's just call it that. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, his his last
0: Mania match was with Chris Jericho last year, um, and you know that that was an okay match. Um, with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, though, I mean, I get that they're trying to. They've already announced WWE has that they want to make the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal be more prestigious than what it's been over the last few years. But I don't think throwing Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn into that is a good idea. If anything, put them against each other, and that would be a great WrestleMania match. I don't know so, why they
1: didn't didn't pull the trigger on that because they're going to go home of the year being best friends again still or what?
0: I mean, your guess is as good as mine. My 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 knowledge of the situation is that they're going to of course be enemies, and it's going to go back to Kevin versus Sammy for. Uh, uh, for rough media, or at least that's what people want. So, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Well, Trevi, anything else to add to this uh, glorious podcast on this Saturday?
0: Uh, real quick, I'm making sure that we covered some of our uh, covered our questions because I I don't want to miss anybody out. Yeah, I think I uh, was the mo- I think. I believe we did so. Um, oh I mean, yeah, so this, uh, it's it's brief. We talked about this uh, to an extent um, for uh, uh, for the the Roman Brock situation, but right now because of the whole Brock Lesnar situation, looking at going uh, going back to UFC, uh, they're looking at moving the Universal Title match out of the main event slot, and because they want to downplay Lesnar a little bit in case he does decide to go which, like one of the guys on Twitter said about it when he replied to me about it, uh, just makes Roman look even more weak um, mm-hmm. because you know it doesn't help him out whatsoever. It makes him look bad, yeah. and that's not going to help Roman in the favor of the fans. But the match that's been talked about for taking the top spot, the main event match of WrestleMania 34 is the mixed tag match of Angle and Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. It is the dumbest idea to put that as the main event for Mania 34. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Like, if I didn't say it was stupid, I'm telling you stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wrote about, wrote about this, a decent-sized article, which I usually don't write opinionated articles, and I usually don't write as much articles anymore. I usually just do news breaks and stuff. So I actually wrote about this week because I was pretty passionate about it.
0: Yeah, so for those of you that didn't read uh, Rams' article, what highlight your synopsis on your feeling for it?
1: Uh, well, um, so you have the rumored, you know, the t- the tag team match going in, going in. Uh, you did have Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns more than likely still up for the grabs because that has been like, and that has been worked on two years to this match. But Mm -hmm. Lesnar going to the UFC, more than likely, has obviously de-escalated that, like you just said. Uh, You have AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Probably, arguably, what the fans think should be, most fans, should be the closer. Because the match is going to be good no matter what. But Vince, I have a feeling, is not confident it is a strong enough match for Mania's last match. Sure. Um, Depending who John Cena faces, I don't think he should get the last match, because he's done it too many times. But... I mean, that's something. If I don't know if some big star comes or somebody they need to push or Finn Balor. I don't know. Um, I mean, those are the main matches that could or should headline. Would Out of all the ones I think should headline out of all of them, uh, I probably, I'm going to have to say Shinsuke and AJ. I'm not as excited as I was in theory a while back because it just hasn't clicked with me as much Their chemistry or the way Shinsuke talks. Uh, doesn't, I don't know. Has it clicked as much? But it's going to be the best match probably of all the matches.
0: Well, and, and here's the thing about that too, about it not clicking right now, is they haven't really built on that match yet. Because if you think about it, they went from the Rumble, which was Sammy and Kevin versus AJ, to then now Fastlane, which has been all about, oh, it's another multiple-man match that AJ has to get through in order to get to WrestleMania. <laughs> what is
1: it with that? What's going on with multiple-man matches? It's so odd.
0: I don't know. Like, well, Are they trying I'm, to I'm...
1: build like their own little Brock Lesnar with AJ Styles, which I'm down for? but I'm saying, like, I
0: mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of over having so many multiple man matches. What's wrong with just a simple one-on-one? I match? mean, back
1: in the day, it was fun. And you're a young kid, you see triple H stone cold and the rock, triple threat. It's right. cool. But it's like right. every pay-per-view for a while now, it's like, they can't decide. It's like, they see all these fans back one guy and they want all these fans to be on in, being in on the, on the, the chatter. And so they just put them all on a fatal four way. Okay. We just got back from chamber. So we're, we're literally two chambers, uh, Two chamber matches. So we're literally the last pay-per-view. We've just seen nonstop uh, fatal four-ways, six-ways, seven-ways. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm there too. I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's, enough. Uh, that's why I'm like, no, don't do this whole John Cena wins the WWE title. God, if they go this route tomorrow, it's going to piss me off. Um, don't have John Cena win and then AJ invoke his rematch clause and make it a triple threat match for the title. I'm like, come on, just give me the one dream match, <laughs> give me one, one
1: time. I obviously think he's trolling because he wouldn't just put that out there and ruin the storyline, which could be a good storyline. I think he's just trolling that fact, I, and he, he drove it home like he did the good job, make people believe he's probably going to win. But I feel like he's not going to win. I feel like somebody is going to interrupt my fast lane,
0: and and they could, and I kind of hope, hope so.
1: Because I, I mean, too. this rumored match too. with the uh, Shinsuke and AJ Styles, this dream match is finally happening. I mean, I want to see it go down. I want to see it, like some kind of great memory. I also I love John Cena and don't want to see him be inserted into that. I don't know how that would make it exciting. It just I'm
0: I'm right there with you. I'm right there but with Styles you. Styles and
1: that. AJ has in the past put on some damn good matches.
0: Well, yeah, and the thing is, is with AJ and and, and Nakamura, like we were saying, they really haven't built anything up between the two of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, it's all been focused on AJ getting through these multiple matches, which we'll see that change after Fastlane, and they'll focus then more on that. But I'm gonna go back to the main point of what should main event WrestleMania 34 is the is the same response that a guy on Twitter uh, got to me on about it too. The the show the show always made it close out to where the winner of the Royal Rumble headlined WrestleMania. And it would be for whatever title he decided to go for. And that's not what we're going to – we haven't got that. Yeah. When you look at it, the winner of the Royal Rumble for the last few years isn't in the main event. It's I just know. in the title match. What's yep?
1: the point of Royal Rumble? Exactly. I think it's I bitched like, I I about that last year.
0: And, it, and But it's true. It's like, come on. That should be your – and it's like he said, he said, remember the days when it used to be the winner of the Royal Rumble would get the the title match and it'd be the main event of WrestleMania? Yeah. And, I, and he was 100% right. I'm like, yep, those were the good days. I mean, I just That's- cannot
1: see a match that you have to go through 30 guys – to get a spot for the Headline Mania, I mean, if you're not if you're not sound, if you're not concrete about this guy beating thirty other stars in Mania, or sorry, at Royal Rumble to Headline Mania, then don't let him win the Rumble in the first place. He's beat thirty freaking guys. Yep, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Just, you can get my blood all boiling here, bro.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I'm right there with you. That's why I agree with it, and I I, I I fully believe that AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura should close out the show. Are they going to? Probably not. Really it's, not. A, it, it's a disservice. It's going to be the second year in a row that the WWE title has not headlined the freaking show. And I think I'll get even more irritated if that mixed tag match does headline the show because it'll be for the second consecutive year that a non-title match has closed out WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's like, Why? why why you're making your titles seem worthless like that's that's not what we grew up with the titles meant everything back yeah. in the day and now you're making them feel like they're just complete utter bs you know <laughs> give me something to go with here give me something to believe in like make <laughs> me care you know like make that's me a, care that's about like movie song movie. or something I it's don't know. it well like i hook, mean like
1: a hook or something i don't know sorry
0: well, AJ Styles and Nakamura headlining WrestleMania, they can make it
1: painless. I mean, there's no rumors of Jericho coming for this WrestleMania, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jericho versus John Cena. I'd rather see Ziggler and John Cena. Oh, personally. yeah. If I had to pick somebody, I'd give Ziggler the spot. I mean, you
0: know. And I'm, well, and I'm serious. Did you see what I was talking about? Like, I could see a potential money feud between Ziggler and yeah. Cena because it all made like, the story can, again – I'm playing Booker here for a minute, so give me a second. John Cena saying he doesn't have a clear road to WrestleMania. Dolph Ziggler's been on this character ride of, you know, I'm not, I'm not respected enough because I nobody can do what I do in these ropes. You've got both guys that have somewhat of a legitimate gripe. Put them together because then you've got Ziggler being like, oh, well, you've always been the poster boy. You've had your chances handed to you. While I've had to actually bust my ass just to even get a shot you know and even then once i got the shot and fulfilled it then i'm pushed right back down you can get some amazing promo work from these two going into a feud that's based on just that alone you know uh, the guy who's never had a uh, that's never gone through not having a, a road to wrestlemania and john cena versus the guy who's clamoring to show that he's just as bit as good and every bit of worth of what john cena is as well He's trying to prove that. So that's that makes for a good story right there.
1: I mean, is is this the least exciting and unplanned out WrestleMania ever? It I mean, feels really, that way. It well, really next... feels like we're talking about... It's cool to have a storyline. John Cena has no road to WrestleMania. Okay, that's a storyline in its own. But I'm saying every single match just not feeling concrete. We have allegations of Reigns having steroid usage. They could do a triple threat with Braun. They could make Roman Reigns injured, put Braun in the mix. AJ Styles and Nakamura aren't getting enough attention from Vince's eyes. May insert John Cena. May not even go out as the last match. I mean, you have The Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor just thrown together in the last week or so. And, I mean, I've never seen a WrestleMania within less than 30 days thrown together like this,
0: yeah. I, I I think I'd have to agree wholeheartedly. The only other WrestleMania that I feel like was worse than this one, and I hate saying it because I went to the damn show, um, was 32 in Dallas. Man, that was such a letdown. Yes, there were still good matches on the show, but all oh, the overall show was horrible, dude. Like mm. it was, it was bad. And that's the only other WrestleMania that I've honestly had. I was excited to just go because it was WrestleMania. But for the overall show, match qualities, and, or just matches in general, not match qualities, but matches in general, I wasn't as hyped for it. Just like I'm not hyped for this one right now because, of, like you said, they've not done anything concrete.
1: It's you odd. Know, it's it's, it's, it's like extremely reading It's odd. like reading a book. You go through the whole book, and on the last four or five pages, it skips everything and just goes to the ending. It's like, yep. well, you didn't have any little segments where you tied things in. How did this guy get murdered? How did you find this? It's just like, oh, these guys are in a match. They hate each other. We're going to fight. I mean, come on. We need some fused. Mo- this is so funny going from like a Rock and Cena one-year build to anticipation to like not even a month. And we're not even sure. I mean, I have just have a feeling in its own Brock Lesnar is not going to give it his all in this match. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I just have a feeling. <laughs> I do too. Do you? I mean, just, i don't know. I'm—I still am excited for WrestleMania because I'm just a optimistic at heart. But I just have—I just going in this, it's getting really scary.
0: Like I was—I was extremely hyped. And now for I'm WrestleMania changing. this time last year.
1: Oh man, me too. And I'm actually changing the title of this podcast to "Why Is Finn Balor Still Not Over?" to "Is This the Least Exciting and Unplanned WrestleMania Ever?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you can always use that as one of the tags because you do that with several. You've got multiple tags in one, for one episode. So, yeah, oh yeah, because
1: we, I mean, we have so many topics. What would you yeah. rather do? Would you rather do the WrestleMania everything or the Finn Balor over? What do we talk about that felt more exciting? I would
0: say, well, honestly, I would say, I would say no. I, this is this would be for my headline: least exciting WrestleMania. Finn Balor actually over. Like, just put question marks at the end of these. Um uh, which match, uh, or it's which thing, match to close like, out Mania. It can
1: only be like eight or nine words, bro. So, uh, well
0: it, no. if you okay.
1: on the actual uh, podcast, but I'll put it in the uh, thingy. But uh, I mean, honestly, have- what could you do if you can abuse is one of the main topics now? We'll finish it off. We've been on this show for, uh, this is going to be the longest podcast ever. It already is. Oh, stop it.
0: You say that again, I swear. It's its it, it. I'll just hang up and we'll call it a day.
1: It already is, so. So, what would you do if you were a creative right now, 30 days in, where you just solidify all these plans, make people keep just wondering? Is it, is it, is it, it make, is some people, are some people excited for the way they're handling it's time to, WrestleMania?
0: It's time to concrete some stuff, you know what I mean? I get it, you did that with Reigns and Lesnar. Well, guess what, we've pretty much done that for a year. So, that's mm-hmm. no big surprise. Um, Ronda Rousey and the Triple H-Stephanie match pretty much knew that was going to happen, too. Um, the only thing that was a question is whether it be The Rock or Angle as her partner. Obviously, we know it's Angle now. Uh, so we get it. Those are your really only two matches. You've kind of thrown Nakamura and Styles up in the air, which I hate the fact that there's that. Mm-hmm. I, normally, I'm cool with unpredictability. This is one of those times where I don't care for it to be unpredictable. Like, I've... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want my Nakamura styles match and you you're kind of screwing with my emotions here and I don't like it, you but know. They
1: they've to me they've ruined the freaking build for it.
0: That's that's my point. God. It's like you you could have made this so much better. You could have had so much more of a big fight feel between these two and instead you keep throwing AJ Styles in these multiple title uh, man matches where he has to deal with at least two challengers if not more in each of them and you've completely Covered up the fact that he still is going to Mania to face the winner of the Royal Rumble, which was Nakamura. <laughs> and You've made everything a, seem so pointless.
1: I mean, they have Nakamura go on the backstage and is like, "I'm coming for you," or like, "I'm ready for you. Or, I'm gonna beat you." I mean, that's just okay. I mean, why don't? That's they not have, enough. I mean, that's not enough. I mean, it, it seems almost comical that he keeps AJ Styles is you know having these other decent. Uh, rivalries and decent feuds and on mic time with other stars, but it probably is because they don't trust Shinsuke on the mic as much. They're afraid Maybe. he's gonna. They're afraid he's gonna ruin it. But you know what? The funny part is they're ruining it by not really letting them go at it. I mean, Fastlane's if they after Fastlane if they do not focus on Shinsuke and Aegis Styles, I'm gonna be pissed because they still have time to make this good.
0: Of course they do. <sighs> Yeah, we got, to, we got to see how this plays out.
1: I mean, WrestleMania is the one time of the year I'm the most excited for. I'm serious. Like, that's the one thing of the year that I'm, like, really over the top. Besides, like, maybe a maybe a vacation. WrestleMania. It's the only thing I look forward to. I don't go out on the weekends. I don't do nothing. I look forward to WrestleMania and pay-per-views.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> All right, Travis. Well, we're going to call this a day. All righty. And you can let us, Shinsuke, out of here. <laughs> All right, quick.
0: So... Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Rumbling Reality. If you want to follow us, go follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can follow at Rumbling Rumors and like us on Facebook. You can follow Ramsey at WWERamsey. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Travis underscore Foulheart. Yep. You can visit uh, RumblingRumors.com for all of your wrestling articles and non-spoilers released on there. You can also pick up some free HD wallpaper designed by Ram Jam himself. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, you can always take care and come back and listen to us next week because we love doing this show and we prefer to, if y'all just keep coming back, that'd be awesome.
1: Thanks guys. And have a good one.
0: Peace. And until next time, good bye. And good night. Bang.